good. My audio last week was terrible. Sorry, everybody. We're professional audio engineers, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, re- I reckon my lapel mic was pressed into my chest in a funny angle and just like, yeah, choking it. Choking you out. No, no. We worked it out. It was my AI cousins applying some audio cleanup a little too aggressively. If I can apologize on their non-sentient behalf, please and thank you. Mm-mm. It's aggressive. Three, two, one. <laughs> Seems really off, but I think it'll work. <laughs> uh, What's that? Under ocean cable. Yes. We're sending space balloon or balloons in the air this time. Greetings. Greetings. J- 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 Justin. Yes, what of it? It doesn't go as fast. <laughs> That's no fun. That was why I was late. I was finishing that. <laughs> Excellent. Time well spent. Mm-hmm. Drinking coffee. Yes. Everything okay? <laughs> I always do. Uh, since we sh- the time zone thing, I'm still in my coffee period in the morning. What time is it? 11.06 a.m. What? It happened like, yeah. I don't know. I can never keep track of these things. It seems like it keeps shifting around between when we start and it, it works fine for me always, but Good. it does. Cool. Well, let, me, let me know when it doesn't. Yeah. When it's like 2 a.m. and you've gaslit me six hours somehow there's a problem oh that's a plan there's a plan can we just move the recording a couple of hours earlier each week until (laughs) you just somehow can like shift the calendar appointment but not let me know and i just ah that's weird it's 7 30 in the morning i'm still in bed and we're starting oh yeah i used to i got in trouble i used to prank my employees a little bit back in the day (laughs) <laughs> and got to a point where they, I got in too much trouble. I just had to stop and go cold turkey. <laughs> so, you, so yeah, what's new? What's new? What's new? I wish I could sing. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could too. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. J- J- Justin. Uh, ordered the mother palette. Finally. Yeah, what is the mother palette? The mother palette. The palette that makes other palettes. Because oh, I can't make... <laughs> I can't make, a, like, any palettes, really. Because I have no reasonable way to hold them, currently. Like, if it's bigger than yep. a vice, uh, I have to take tear down the Pearson base and all that stuff. So, I, I brought it up last week, but... Uh, fidget things uh derek saw heard us talking about this and he he yeah, okay. put one on the side of his vice or the side of his palette called it the mother palette and he's making a similar thing because yeah it's like a weird problem of like you kind of have to have mm. you're like recreating the table bed basically <laughs> like you gotta bring it above the piercing it's like uh, it seems like a little bit of a scheme, if I was if I was guessing, so that Pearson's just trying to make us buy more pallets. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but no, but like, what's it gonna? Uh, what's the fixturing on it gonna be? I don't quite know yet. I'm gonna put some. I'm kind of just gonna add tapped holes as needed, and like maybe dowel pin yeah. places, and like. <laughs> it's just gonna be a. Swiss cheese. Swiss block cheese, of yeah. It'll whatever turn in. project you're doing, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like a five hundred dollar piece cool. of aluminum, basically, to Sheesh. be able to 
make other things with. I mean, my thought was it's, you know, in the long term, I don't have to continue buying and rely and needing to have like Pearson have them ready in the sizes that we need that we can then throw mm. them down, machine the backside and be able cool. to like put it on the base then. Because uh, I have the hardware back. kit sitting beside yeah, me here cool. that I bought with the thing and I've never used it because A, it's got some yeah. funky threading things that scare me and <laughs> also I don't know how to so hold you, them. You'll be able to slap anything on there and turn it into a Pearson compatible palette. Yeah, I mean the other thought I have too is Sweet. it should be able to hold big things period. Like it. Okay. It'll allow us, if we have some job shop job that's like a big old piece of something and you can clamp it down, then at least you can do one side from a rough, you know, if it's a plate job or something, like something big that, yeah, feels a little weird and backwards, but had to get a, had, had to do something because currently it's like you can only make things that fit into the Pearson base right now or in a, a six inch vice which is not that many things yeah once they get big yeah. anyway cool 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 yes that's good um yeah how's your production run of tool holders going good i am spending quite a bit of time trying to set up these little tool forks they are mm. deceivingly tricky um and optimizing HDP. a little bit more. Uh, they will be acetyl. The HDP doesn't right. seem to have the kind of like capability over time to keep stressing. They kind of loosen up. Yeah. But we, in December, we to run a bunch of them for some testing. It was kind of a nightmare. I think I talked about it here, but it just mm. was really hard to get some accomplished. And it was like a lot of like finagling and is in no way like a repeatable reliable process to make so that's been one of the last major hurdles of like i'm adding proper like talon grip like rails and like pit bull clamps onto a router mm. fixture because we can't figure Fancy. out how to hold them with just vacuum it just doesn't want to stay so yeah, yeah. No. Um, going back to the mechanical fixturing method and hopefully We'll be updating the fixture and cutting those today. So that's kind of where that's cool. at. Have yeah. you ever played with that vacuum card stuff? The Daytron <laughs> I have card? a box of it. That was part of one of the Do solutions. You? I haven't tried Ooh. it yet, but yes. Does it look like normal cardboard? It looks like a hoax. It looks like chipboard <laughs> that has printing on one side. And chipboard. supposedly it's like a, it, oh, well, you know how you can get color, or maybe it's called matte board, um, where it's like matte colored board. throughout, oh, yeah. like white. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not a hoax, but it, yeah, but it looks like that with printing on one side, and it's like, why is this special cool. exactly? You know, like, because uh, it just looks so basic. But supposedly it's got a one-way kind of membrane inside that mm. once you cut into it, it doesn't continue to allow passive movement yeah. back and forth. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know. We haven't tried it yet. Cool. Hmm. Is it expensive? One, I want to say something like 150 for a box of like 100 sheets. So I don't yeah, know how okay. long each one not lasts, but it's not bad. Like considering it's yeah. some kind of proprietary thing. 
Mm. Proprietary paper pulp. Lovely. Yeah, exactly. Where they train all the fibers to stand up. <laughs> it's got a little static wand somebody has, and it makes come them stand on, up when on. they're drying. Up you come. Yeah. Mm, cool. Now, I've always been intrigued by it. Sounds neato. And yeah, he hearing Grimsmo using it lately on his new super duper router, router mill. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. That, that company is pretty mm. interesting in general. Just like they seem to have a different mentality than most about how they go about CNC things. Like I love the little cube machines. The like Nick has a like it's an eight, uh, something eight M eight. No, that's a mm. that's a fastener. I don't know what it's called. Eight M eight cube perhaps. Um, but it's like super fast plate work and vacuum holding and uses ethanol for like coolant mist which is just very interesting all the way around they're very expensive but incredibly fast they got those tiny cute little tool holders and like a little bread box that opens up to like put the yeah. tools away in and yeah, I like yeah. maybe that could you? be my tool room toy machine Ooh. yeah that, that's in budget i'm sure Oh, sure, yeah. Just just 300 grand, <laughs> why not? Uh, what's up with me? Uh, we are in the thick of hot laps. So I had four yesterday, which was too many, but it was a good day, um, including my own, where Sarah, our business manager, took me for a lap, reviewed my performance. <laughs> How'd you do? Um, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> too many chair courses. Didn't. Just didn't hit any of my KPIs this quarter. <laughs> uh, but always good. I just like the sort of the record of that every three months. Like that's the only second one that I've done that I've been lapped on. Yeah. Um, but I really like it. It's good. Sort of having a little formal record of how Jem felt about his business <laughs> in a written <laughs> form. <laughs> you got to look back and go, oh, in uh, February 2023, Jem was like... If I didn't own this business, I'd probably be looking for jobs. Yeah, I know that feeling. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting thing to explore. And I chatted to Sarah about lots of things. But one thing, one good thing that came out of it was chatting about how I have felt quite limited by how, how much sort of bureaucracy we've put around product development and product launches. Like the, the mega checklist, which I've mentioned of like, pre-launch checklist before a product goes live on the website you need to be do 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 hitting all these things spec drawings weight sizes for shipping all the all the specs that need to roll out and you know at risk of making excuses i was chatting to her about that and the fact that it, i feel quite hamstrung by that when yeah, it comes sure. to product dev and she was just like it, do your thing just like oh. make what you want to make and let the team deal with it you know, come Monday morning when they find a new product online. Hmm. So I was like, cool. Thanks for knowing I mean, that's that. Been, that's been my take too, but I don't work with you every day. <laughs> um, we would probably so piss nice. each other off in that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just nice, nice to hear that from a very trusted person in my business. Oh, that's great. And yeah. Sure, I have, I have secret plans afoot to get some more time on the tools next week. 
Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, meanwhile, things are chipping away. John's, Johnny's still coming in at like 5.30 a.m. every morning, running the machines, getting this house framing job done. I think we're yeah, about 50% of the way through it. I, you say framing in the parlance here, that would be like putting up stick Panels. lumber to uh, create the walls. You're nowhere. not machining walls, are you? Like structural framing? Yeah, pretty much. So if you look up, <laughs> have you seen a wiki house? A plywood wiki house? It's one of those where all the structural members are ah. slot together, box section plywood. Ah, holy crap. Holy beep. Yeah. Holy crap. I feel like you, That's did you why. build one of these at one point and like post about it in your shop or something? Yeah, this is the second one we've cut. Interesting. Uh, second, second one of these jobs we've machined. Um, they're pretty cool. So yeah, there's no, as I understand it, there's no LVL, there's no structural lumber as you call it over there lumber um, in the timber. project it's just all interlocking plywood which i think is why they had issues with structural certification here in australia because it was probably like a complete unicorn to the structural engineer who was like what <laughs> can't do that yeah, yeah. that'd be like lobbying here against it from the, i have to do all my maths from the beginning yeah so it's good it's been nice to see yeah, we've had a bit of financial strain, stress. This mm -hmm. start of this year, slow sales. We're into our third month of slow sales, so cash flow is super tight. But it's been a really nice demonstration of running open book finances, mm -hmm. open book management, and you know just seeing the whole team step up and like John volunteer to come in switch his hours around so we could maximize machine time, get this job finished earlier so we could get paid sooner. Um, and just everyone's like really stepping up and doing what they can, uh, which is Very cool. awesome. And yeah, we finished the enclosure on the pencil sharpener. Mm-hmm, the pencil in, case. In the, the pencil case, sorry. Uh, that's looking really that. good. No, we do. It's <laughs> pencil case. Someone suggested putting the little plastic pockets with the letters on the front <laughs> of it so you, where you write your name. You could keep like extra tools cute. in it. <laughs> um, but that's looking really promising so far. It's a lot quieter, surprisingly. Ooh. Um, got those little trim riders you're not hearing them just go <laughs> Yeah, well, the the little the crappy little cutoff saw was always quite a ear piercing mm. tone as it cut off each component. So that's quite a it makes a big difference with the amount of mess, obviously, that it generates. And um, yeah, it's been a win. Happy days. I bet. Yeah. I, I liked how it cut, how you built the enclosure, and then this is like exactly <laughs> something would have to I would have to do too. And then you had to cut through the side with the cutoff saw again, so it still <laughs> came outside. Oh, just a little bit of slicey slicey on the outside. Just yeah, yeah. You can't can't remove the danger element completely. <laughs> Yeah. Keep people on Just their toes. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yes, I need to put a cover on that. Uh, yeah, that's been fun. Um, what else? Did you add, uh, I saw in a comment, did you actually add a sequence that washes down with, with air, or is that like manual still? Still manually, just like opening the door, reaching in, air blast yeah. out at this stage. Sure. Um, if we find that there's like accumulation in certain spots, then maybe we'll add a pneumatic wash down, but I'd be surprised if we're gonna run into that issue. 
Mm -hmm. You just need to 3D print some little cones to stop the chips like piling up on the ball screws. Sure. Because that's, yeah. that's the only spot where I feel like it's a potential issue where we get this little accumulation, a little like a snow drift right over yep. the top of the ball screw bearing. Makes sense. Um, so some little little cones there to keep keep it off them would be good. But yeah. <laughs> you know those little like workstation fans you can get where it's like a little bit of yeah. a, like a cooling. You just need to get one that's like just doing a little bit of a oscillation over the ball screw, just blowing it away softly. It's not, not <laughs> or the a printed silly idea. <laughs> the printed part is better. It's, not a s <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like no, it's a little bit hot in here, that. guys. Can you give me a fan? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a thermally controlled plywood box. We've got to hit those, you know, hit those tolerances all day long. <laughs> well, I suppose my, we've done a few improvements in the last week. I'll send you my shot here. We added what I'm calling the mullet cam. Mullet cam. Uh, forever, we've needed to have a better way to mod monitor the back of the YCM where chips come out Yeesh. and the bins are horrible and also the soups are made or the oil is separated and then that little oil container about the soup the soup soup yeah. has been okay i've been a little more on top of it but it's just sometimes it just really comes fills up quickly and it's not a very big container from my perspective oh weird i was watching what, what's it what's going on there this is all <laughs> mysterious to me oh sorry what's the soup uh, it's the back of the the back of the mill. Oh, um, yeah. The coolant, the, the coolant tanks. Uh, you have whey oil. You have lubrications that uh, that are constantly being ingested into or mixed into the coolant. Gotcha. And then yep. there's a thing called a skimmer, which just looks like a big a big spinning wheel that catches it on mm -hmm. it and slices yeah. it out, brings it in. And there's multiple. I don't really know why they separate twice. I guess I think the upper layer there is like coolant co ends up going back into the machine. So you're not just constantly s taking out the coolant too. And then it continues Different down flavors. based on, <laughs> it's always looked like soup, like gravy and, and like potato soup to me. But uh, <laughs> the lower laxa, one, yeah. Yeah, the lower one in particular is the most viscous and it loves to overflow. So we actually just keep a little bit of, because um, we're, ridiculous i guess we keep a little bit of kitty litter below that in case it goes and then it's automatically like cleaned up but anyway so i added the camera finally we've been trying to do this forever where it will uh, let us monitor it more live so that we don't forget about it for half a day and it overflows again cool so you just got a little wi-fi camera on it yeah we have like an internal Something. cctv system thing and oh, i just added too. one more camera because that was really easy. Is that what you're staring up to the left of the screen? Yeah, yeah and I have like, there's like an app you can it? run on devices too. But yeah. It, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's really so you, quite affordable. You've got, a, you, you've got a screen up there with multiple video channels on it. Mm-hmm, it's got can. four. Yep. <laughs> I'm not, I actually can't most of the time see Ricky. I don't sit and watch him. Um, it's this mostly showing. This week on Ricky Cam. <laughs> so creepy. It's mostly watching the machines, actually. And then, like, sure, our sure. loading dock area when we get packages and stuff, so we can see, not miss stuff. It's cool. very useful. You can you can also do things like watch when your your mill crashes and have nightmares about watching that over and over again. <laughs> 
Yes, lest we forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's been a nice little improvement. I, I, I don't know why. I was kind of silly. I was trying to, like, go down this whole path of, like, backup cameras for, like, cars that had a built-in monitor to them, and they were, like, oh, hundreds of dollars. Right. And I was like, that's a pretty good solution. And they're also waterproof, which is kind of funny. And then... I just finally realized like, oh, I can just add another camera to the system we already have for like 40 bucks. So did that yesterday. It was the easier option one, luckily. Yeah, I, I'm curious about this because I was thinking now that we've built this big box around the pencil sharpener, I was thinking it could be handy to have a camera in there. Mm -hmm. Even if all it does is spits a live image out to the back of the box because mm -hmm. it has blocked off a bit of like uh, surveillance across the workshop so you used to be able to be like look across and go uh oh it's crashed or it's run out of stock or yep whatever I kind of want yeah you know, the backup camera is an interesting in side, but <laughs> ruins your <laughs> more holes please <laughs> more holes <laughs> yeah I've I, it it's uh I've been pretty happy with these stupid little wired like they they are actually all wired so there's never issue with like they don't go down they don't have wi-fi problems yeah. i mean they're yeah. not like super high quality but like they don't need to be they're just enough to know what's happening so that if your machine is smoking or like i can see the mill from here if i'm sitting in here to make sure that because it, it doesn't make any noise when it's done you know like it's not like a samsung washer and dryer where it's like doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, exactly. Although that's a good good upgrade. <laughs> the Samsung upgrade. Mm-hmm. Have you, have like you heard those? A, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd quite like to put one of those tower lights on the um, on the pencil sharpener now. That'd be yeah, cute. yeah. But that they're expensive. I had a quick skim of Amazon. They're like 300 bucks for a tower light. I don't know if I want to do that. I bet you can, well, I bet you can find I'm sure it cheaper you can get one. cheaper ones. Yeah. It's probably just a lot smaller. Like I just you get like a real tiny me, so one just, instead. What's I think up? I had dreamt about polishing dowel last night. Sounds really <laughs> wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's all coming back to me now. I was like devising some new way, <laughs> devising some new way to automatically oil and polish the dowel stuff before it goes in the pencil sharpener. Or actually, no, after the parts after. of the machine. Because yeah. at the moment, we pre-finished the stock at the moment, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but we've got some leads in the hot dip wax space. Have I talked about hot dip waxing? Sounds I've got friends who are professional beekeepers or apiarists. Ah. And they make their own bee boxes, which is the hive box where the bees live in, out in the paddock. And they make them out of pine kind of finger jointed pine boxes and then they dip the whole box in a molten pot of wax mm -hmm. super hot wax and it because of the heat it just completely sucks into the grain of the timber and comes out like pull it out put it on a drip tray but it pretty much dries really flat like there's no sort of wax buildup on the surface whoa that's crazy um, and i i got them to put some kit aparts bowels through there hot wax dipper, including the little like caps and feet and accessories. And it just looks like a really matte finish. Like yeah. it's almost feels 
like there's nothing there, but it's got this like deep penetration of wax into the fibers of the timber. Huh. You think that like and suffices then, for a finish basically? Mm, that's what I'm thinking. And Interesting. the other benefit is that it pre-lubricates the threads. Aha, yeah. Because at the moment we ship kit aparts with a little pot of beeswax that the customer's supposed to like thread wax on, on, wax on, wax off, so that they don't squeak as you're doing them up. But this means yeah. they're pretty much pre-lubed, which is cool. Anyway, it's also, I'm just in, super interested in it as a potential way of finishing all these fiddly little components. Yeah. Because at the moment we spray the feet and caps and hand oil the dowel on the lathe, but um, yeah, I'd love to sort of automate that a bit more. Yeah. So Now yeah. I want to see the pencil sharpener on like a platform so it passes mm. it through below the case and then the finishing happens with like a robot. It's like and it just yeah. wax dips it puts it in a bigger pencil case to ship it or it's to just store like it. a robot gratuitously polishing down in the background just all day it's just like <laughs> <laughs> put googly eyes on it obviously oh it's funny you should mention that i ordered some yesterday <laughs> well we have a use for them <laughs> i was walking around the shop i was like you know what i need to order right now some googly eyes <laughs> Buy it now. <laughs> I put them on the, the Kaiser when we got it, and one immediately fell <laughs> off. Right. And it's just been with one googly eye since then. So it just looks like a, a creep. It's just so weird. I put them on the forklift. Uh, excellent. So good. So good. <laughs> Rod polishing, Shopify, ChatGPT. I think it might be this time. What's new in software quarter? For a corner, uh, I was thinking about that recently that we could have like recurring se like sections of the show, like a like a real radio show. Top news, happy, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, after rod polishing, we have Shopify. I logged in. You know, they did their like big update, which felt like it came out of nowhere to me. I was not paying attention to that they were having hundreds of new features suddenly. What which happened? Is cool. I didn't even notice. Maybe it's not in Australia. I'd imagine it is. Awesome. If you log in, and in the upper corner, it says it's like different color, and it says winter 23, and then 100 new updates. It's and I like winter. clicked through. Yeah. Oh, God. I got some big boxes outside. Just a second. Hello. Hello. Oh, got a couple boxes. Please hold Justin collects these big boxes. That's really? Justin with Thank the big you. box. Thank you. Yep. It's coffee time. I always wonder how the delivery people, when they like see me with this setup, they're like, is he a streamer? Like what's going on in there? Just plays that games guy. all day. They just kind of like walk away like, uh. They see the CNC milling simulator on your screen, they're like, Whoa. I thought this was a real machine shop. <laughs> Those are my hires. <laughs> Shopify uh, had Shopify. 100, 100 product updates to help businesses and developers bird for the long term. And they've got this whole like landing page that I find to be a little overwhelming, but I have stumbled into some stuff. One of, I was going to ask you and Jay, there's this new thing called content meta objects, which seems like if you take meta fields, but then turn them into objects, no. I guess, and you can like use them in different places, maybe. It's very... Cool extensive um okay. but one of the th one of the things i stumbled into while updating a product the other day was they have this thing called i put up 
screenshot and the images here. Uh, shot, it's called AutoWrite. And I think it's like using oh. AI to help you write product descriptions built into Shopify. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Won't even need to know how to write anymore soon. Yeah. I did not try yeah, it. Yeah, what do you think? What do you, what's your hot take on all the rhetoric around don't use AI for copy because it's bad for SEO? Well, I, I, somebody I was talking to the other day and was saying that I think we pretty much agreed that it's they're gonna have to change the algorithms for like digesting and and all this mm. because it's so easy you can basically automate creating articles or content or products that it's just gonna get completely flooded and diluted to the point where like what is the important articles to read that weren't written by an AI mm. you know like how do you justify whether they're real or not or if they're good I suppose it's kind of the same where they have some system of like bounce rate and I don't even know, but I've, yeah, written, I've yeah. got a few that are mostly written by AI because like I needed those pieces of content and I read through them and they look great. And I was like, yep, that's cool. great. They're still helpful to people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm not too phased about it from an SEO perspective at this stage. We, when we're building out our new landing pages recently, we built out a little feat, like a testimonial feature for our favorite custom client. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll chat to him on Monday. We'll get a testimony, bit of testimonial copy." And I sent him the proof of the page with the photo of us and stuff. And then um, Jay, Jay just spat out a testimonial in Chappie. And, Chappie. Um, Ooh, that's Chappie. good. Chappie. Chappie. Um, I'm sick. I'm sick of saying GPT. Um, that's true. Jay spun up a testimonial in Chappie and just populated it in the website. I was like, "Oh, that looks good. Did you get that out of our client?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> no, someone else wrote it. A that. client somewhere. Uh, but it, but it's just stuck. And I ran it. I ran it past. I had a meeting with that client a couple of days ago, and I pulled it up on screen. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. Let's just change these two words and leave it. That's good. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good thing. I, I continue gonna, to find. I well. That's my, my uh, secret to divulge is that last week mm. I went to go use it and it was down or too busy. Yeah. And I was like, guess I'm spending $20 a month now. And mm -hmm. I just immediately, I'd considered it, you know, thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, when I need it, it's there. It's I haven't needed it when it's not. Or like, what's the, what's yeah. the ex exceptional benefit of paying for it? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I think my thought is the way that I work through a lot of stuff, it's like in the moment I have an idea and if I don't, it's not good for me in other ways. But, you know, I like to just roll with things and get it figured out right in the moment. And if I have an idea or I want to solve something, I want to finish writing some type of email or something like that. And then yeah. I have to wait for up to an, I don't know, an hour or half a day for it to come back. Like it's worth $20 yeah. a month. Like it's just not that much money yes. in a business sense. So I started playing for it. And one, one quirk that I like about it is it's faster. Mm -hmm. It's not only like well, it's, available it's, all the time. It's out the responses quicker. It's, it's called turbo mode and <laughs> it, uh, it just answers faster. Yeah. So cool. I don't know. I haven't regretted it by any means at this point. Great. Yeah I've, yeah, I've been thinking about it, whether we should get a business account, pro plus account for the business, given that quite a few of us are fiddling with it. 
I haven't tried it yet to to like give Ricky my login or something like that. Yeah. Um, if we can yeah. concurrently use it for multiple people, but I'm guessing they're going to block that pretty quick just to kind of keep their revenue higher, Surely. but yeah, yeah, worth trying. Hmm. Do you use Notion? No, I tried it forever ago and yeah. no, no, you? Cool. Mm, no, I have no use for it. Uh, Jay has proposed it as a potential alternative to that Get Guru thing because we yep. haven't committed to a knowledge base, home for our knowledge base yet. I don't know anything about it really. I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's just another list. You know, it's like Tana or Workflowy or it's just another one of these things, maybe slightly more connected than Workflowy. Yeah, but I think it's, I, I, I would I say don't. it's got to be better than Workflowy or like better in a UI sense and yeah, it's extensibility sure. of like integrations and it's definitely a changed a lot since I played with it back when it was a beta and was kind of like, okay. well, I already have like five things that do these things and I found it to be, hmm. It feels kind of like there's an inception capability of it to like within a page you can make a page and then in that page there could be a database <laughs> and you're like wait what like where am i at you know like and i think they've probably made it better since then i know a lot of people love it but the way my brain works it was just like a little too many layers mm -hmm. and also i couldn't think of like where i would use it inside of the systems i already yeah. had without i'm sure i could replace all of them i know people use them for wikis my wife's company uses it for basically all their management of things. Okay. Yep. Tasks, projects. Yeah. You know. It's their Airtable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. Seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I would say that's an interesting, especially that Guru wasn't super cheap, if I remember right. Like so, not that that's your deciding factor, but if it, there's a way that it works, like mm. I don't know, could be an interesting solution. For that i know it's yeah, used for yeah. data, like knowledge bases like that yeah yeah i really like the look of the guru get guru yeah. whatever it was called but um yeah sure we'll see how we go it's kind of a lowish priority project on our in software yeah. corner at the moment we've got software corner. web we've we've got a goal to get our web conversion sales conversion rate up to one percent in the next six months so yeah lots of Lots of sort of web work to do. Is there anything like worth talking about to, to get it there? Or is it like really nerdy, uh, like faster load times and... Mm, no, not even that nerdy stuff. Just, just ensuring that customers have the information they need to know what they're buying. Sure, like yeah, just yeah. More clarity on what our products are, how they work, why they're good, you know, all of that sort of stuff to help because like, mm -hmm. I'm really happy with how much traf traffic we get, but yeah. I, our conversion rate could be heaps better, I reckon. So I've run the maths on, you know, if we could hit 1% conversion with this much traffic, it's like, sweet, we'll hit our sales target every month. That'd be fantastic. No worries. So yeah, it feels wonder, like a, a good, good carrot on the stick to keep pushing yeah. that along and just making it better. I wonder if there's a corollary with in YouTube, the more views you get, or the more the more views and impressions you get, which impressions are like yep. people choosing to see the thing or not, you usually lose quick click-through rate. It goes down yep. just as some kind of like algorithmic thing. So like every video yeah, that I ever make sense. has pretty high click-through in the scheme of things. It's like five to sometimes even like 10% 
which does not mean that right. I'm like really great at making clicky things. It's that I don't get enough mm. views, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because as soon as you start to get views, there's all these graphs that just plummets down. So I wonder if there's the same thing with websites and conversion rates that like you're getting so much general traffic that mm. it makes your conversion rate like poor or less totally. than you'd like yeah, it to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's uh, that when I, I was shocked when I saw your conversion rates. I was like, wow, they seem really high. But maybe it's yeah, like you say, less traffic potentially. It's got to be. Yeah, uh, I've certainly seen that when we've pushed broad meta ads really hard and like got, mm -hmm. you know, eighty thousand new impressions on the website. It's like that conversion rate just goes, just like yeah, <laughs> falls yeah. Off. I think um, I showed you sense. the last time conversion rate. We we did a. I'll show you yours, I'll show you mine kind of thing. And, uh, wow. and it, I think that was before I really started. That was like kind of, the, I don't know. There was a period of time where I was in the high, high point of new products and seemingly mm. everybody that came to our site or vast majority were like, knew what they wanted to buy and they were not prospected in any way. They were like, oh, I saw this, I've thought about it, I'm buying it. And it's like, yeah long gone is that time <laughs> like now it's mm -hmm. like hopeful less of that anyway so yeah it's definitely dropped yeah, a lot i think do you ever look at the searches people do i think we've talked about that on your site uh, i find that to be very entertaining no, i don't i don't look at that i should i have looked at it a couple of times in the past where i'm like what products are people searching for that we don't have and that can be informative yeah but most of the time when i when i have looked at that it's like mm, yeah not not making one of those anytime soon sorry <laughs> yeah what am i not gonna make no cat palaces i'm sorry people <laughs> yeah these all seem fairly reasonable they're not crazy by any means there was there was a situation for a while where we had some they were like brands of things that we definitely never sold and it was just like people trying to find it's almost like they like accidentally were searching our site instead of google <laughs> <laughs> like wow yeah. these are not things we sell cool anything else yep, yep. um no need more coffee i don't know what to do about this site i figured since this is where people would likely hear it that we should probably try to find since we're like an international audience of some sort like when would this quarterly hangout yeah. actually happen um <laughs> because Which time zone yeah so i i don't know we can figure that out and like put a poll in or something but <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know how to schedule that otherwise yeah insta poll sure or whatever Maybe. yeah or something yeah good thought I don't know. We'll ask, ask Chatty to do it. Chatty, what's the best time zone for Ooh. Chappy? Chappy. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. There's somebody here cool. Cool. at the moment. Hopefully Ricky takes okay, care of that. Ricky's got it. Let's get him. Let's get him. Yep. Well, I should probably go. Did we ever end this episode? <laughs> Did we? I think I pressed the button. Okay. Goodbye. Just no, do we that. Didn't say goodbye. Just cold up, cold closes. See ya. Have a good week. Yep. You too. Sorry, distracted. See you Bye. soon. Visitors. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>